Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to start the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, send his weapon to a show home. College Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn or what your man to say? We spitting live wireless, leave him shot with the gamma ray. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't the closest to candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holt and Philly West. Repping with the legends, classic in the few second politics. Sports segment, live phone, call up with question. It's the NYPA, 95 connection, real people. Ain't no stripping cute call for the just team on the grind time till it's all perfection. Throw it past the satellite so you can catch reception. So touch ground with us. We kill challenges. A murder it for every number on your calendars. From west to the boogie down the greyhound in this. We Google spot, anchor podcast pocket this. Welcome to NYPA Entertainment Radio, uh, live here on Blog Talk. It's our final show of 2021. Um, after today, we'll shut it down and we'll be back up live in the new year, January 9th of 22. Um, at that time, with a brand new year, of course, we're going to start the year off with a brand new music playlist. Um, looking forward to that. It's crazy how the year just flew by, um, despite what's going on, it has been going on, and so forth. Um I'm going to say this at the top of the show and then probably a little bit at the end because uh, we have a lot to get into. But this past year, especially most recently, with a lot of the platforms, and I'll give you guys a peek behind the curtains, uh, they kind of tally up stuff and let you know each platform, your downloads, and where at the country, and demo, and which hours. and very, very, like, you know, very detailed. And it's very humbling to see on platforms, not just domestically, you know, stateside and all that, uh, but to see globally where NYPA is being downloaded and enjoyed in Philippines and Germany and France and um, India. Crazy. Nice. These countries downloading the show, uh, it's, you know, whether you're stationed there through, you know, uh, the Army, Navy, whatever, or you're from there, to see these downloads is just, like, it's very humbling. This, it just, it's crazy to see that in the times that certain people do it. Like, like I did, I'm, I'm combining all 13 platforms of, of what I'm seeing, so I'm giving out all at once. But to see the time, some, some platforms have between the hours of 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. as our most popular times. So you're starting the day off listening to NYPA Entertainment Radio, which is mind-blowing. So between 5 a.m. and 11 a.m., one platform is our highest downloads where people are listening to the show. And it's like, that's what I'm talking about, starting the day off. Let us entertain you to get your day right, to get your week right, the whole night. Um, it's very humbling because a lot goes into the show, putting it together, and try to present each week entertainment get your minds off what's going on in the real world, what's going on in your life and so forth, and kind of give you the best presentation of this show on a weekly basis. 
despite what's going on, a little hokey pokey with a lot of things that didn't happen because a lot of stuff happening with the, the surges of the new pandemic and this and the old one and all this stuff going on. A lot of things have been delayed and, and restarted and, and so forth. Yeah. With that being yeah. said, looking forward to the new year that's coming for everyone out there. And when I say or Zoe say globally, not just a tagline we say just to, you know, as, you know, kids say, make all cap it up, you know, being capping as the kids would say, whatever. This is a real deal. I'm looking at Donald's from different countries, and it's, it's, it just, I can't put it into words because I'm like, this can't be real. This is, this is, this is not. No, it, it is. You know, so we appreciate you guys um, subscribing, download, enjoying, sharing, letting everybody know about NYP Entertainment Radio uh, 22 is going to be even better. Um, you know, despite what's going on, everyone, including ourselves, stay focused and positive. We're going to get through whatever this nonsense is reoccurring again. So I know. We'll come back fresh and brand new, though, in 22. We got some things lined up. We going to get some guests. We got some things that now people are shifting their schedule around. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on getting to that's just like, all right, trying to do with this first and this person project stopped and it started and trying to get back started and all this stuff because it's everything in the world is affecting everyone now, such a resurgence of this new thing. So I'm looking forward to 22. I think 22 is going to be great. Um, I'm excited with what it's going to bring. I'm excited. Uh, hopefully this time next year going into 23, I'm already in the process of publishing my novel. Not a perfect man, but a good man. I'm, high, I'm excited about that. That's it's, it's like editing is going great. The show, it's a lot of stuff that now uh, I'm very excited about. And 22 is going to be great all the way around. Um, like I said, with a lot of stuff to start with things, it's cool. It's, it's still going to come. You just got to be patient with everything. But I love you guys. You guys have been phenomenal. We appreciate you tuning in each week or or you know, even I went live, but just downloaded in particular. So, and I really, really appreciate that. And uh, like I said, uh, you got a lot of great things happening. Of course, of course, um, yeah, definitely appreciate everybody. You know, um, after hearing those numbers in the countries, um, you know that that's downloading. You know, that's definitely, um, you know, we're all grateful for that. You know, you talk about Germany, you <laughs> wow. Philippines, Philippines I mean, India, uh, yeah. Japan, uh, Japan. Wow. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. When I see that, I mean, because y'all was seeing that and even hearing it, even when I say it, it's weird. Like, wow, y'all taking the time. Like, wow. It's, it's wow. So I can say, like, okay. You know, yeah. when we do it, we don't think about it. But when we see the numbers, whether outside of New York and Pennsylvania and East Coast, even going to the West Coast, like, wow, in L.A. and all that stuff, they go a little further out. And you see Canada, and you go further, further, further out, and you're just like, really? Ireland? And so I'm like, what? Like, it's just humbling. Like, oh, right. You know what I mean? And, and it, it just motivates us even more uh, to, again, just to give you a good show. So uh, with that being said, let's get started. Though this topic is particularly for you because you are a boxing aficionado. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Jake Paul fought last night, Okay. Yeah, and I know. one in yeah. six, one six round knockout against some guy, um, some guy, Tyron Woodley, who's like zero and two. 
Prior to this fight, though, this is this is what I want to say. Prior to the boxing match, this is what I came across. Uh, Jake Paul says he's suffering uh, memory loss, slurred speech, less than two years into a boxing career. Um, the 24-year-old YouTuber opened up about his symptoms in an interview recently ahead of this particular fight with Tyron Woodley. Cool. I noticed, I noticed it in conversations with like with my girlfriend or friends, like not remembering something that I should be able to remember that happened a couple of days ago. Uh, quote, sometimes in my speech where like every hundredth to two hundredth word I'll mess up or like slur, which I didn't do that before he added. Paul claimed he's, he's had anywhere between 20 to 30 concussions in his lifetime, though it's really hard to say exactly how many. Some of them, he you know, they came from playing football as a kid and taking a lot of uh, hard hits, but many of them have come in short time since Paul began pursuing boxing. When asked if he is scared by the number of concussions he, uh, he sustained, uh, Paul said, of course. Uh, repeat concussions, traumatic brain injuries can lead to CTE or chronic traumatic, uh, I can't even try to say that word, embarrass myself, a rare progressive degenerative brain condition. The disease has been found mostly in athletes uh, who play contact sports, members of military and victims of uh, phys- uh, physical abuse, though not everyone mostly who experiences repeat concussions goes on to develop mm-hmm. C- CTE. Uh, CTE cannot be diagnosed until after death. The symptoms of CTE include difficulty thinking, depression, impulsive behavior, short time memory mm-hmm. loss, and emotional instability, uh, mm-hmm. irritability, aggression, speech difficulties, uh, trouble swallowing, and vision problems may also be signs of the condition. Uh, before beginning his boxing career, Paul had his brain scanned. According to Paul, a doctor informed the YouTube star that he already was suffering from a lack of blood flow in certain areas of his brain due to concussions he sustained while playing football. Paul said he was he was told that one of the impacted areas uh, is his frontal lobe, which details with memory and emotional regulation, among other things. He returned mm-hmm. for another brain scan one year later, and it was worse. Quote, it was worse. That's when the doctor has advised him to quit boxing altogether. Now, wrap this up with this. He said, I think before it was affecting me more of a rapid pace because I never took it easy. I all I was always thrown in there with people who were way, way better than me until I started to slowly get to their level. To, quote, combat his symptoms, Paul has admittedly ingested psychedelics such as toad venom. Quote, I am experiencing, yes, that's what I said. Let me say that again. To combat... To combat his symptoms, symptoms, Paul has admittedly ingested psychedelics such as toad venom. Mm. I've been experimenting with that, and it's definitely helped out. Um, new, re- uh, new research in science he has discovered with new, new research in science he has discovered about uh, the physical impacts of the substance. Paul was scored off against Whitley, who's 39, which is last night, um, as a rematch from their August fight. Now, I say to you, boxing aficionado, if you have any, in my opinion, I'm give you the spotlight, if you're having yeah. symptoms and you know it at a young age, you haven't been boxing that long, and a college probably came from football, will you just, like, cut your losses and just stop? Um, yeah, I, I would. Um, you know, the, the brain damage that he suffered early on obviously came from him his football days, but 
why would you get into boxing knowing that that can, you know, create more of an injury to your brain, you know, and he's mm. not that great of a boxer. Yes, he's a strong hitter. I'm, I'm, I'll give that to him. He knocked um, a lot of people out, but he's not that skilled where his defense is all that great. So he's mm. going to get hit a lot. <laughs> he's going to get mm. hit a lot. Boxing, boxers, they go on for years uh, crafting their um you know, their um their talents in boxing. You know, they start out at a young age. You know, this guy here, he start out, you know, decided one day, hey, I just want to become a boxer. So, um mm-hmm. I'm not surprised to hear that, you know, that he's suffering from memory loss and his condition gotten worse since he's been in boxing. I'm really not surprised from that, you know, because he's going to take a lot of blows to the head. That's not going to help. Mm-hmm. It's not going to help mm-hmm. at all. So mm-hmm. if I was him, if he wants to, you know, keep some of his um <laughs> in his head, you know, I would suggest for him to 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 stop boxing um altogether because eventually he's going to go up against somebody, and um they seriously going to hurt him in that ring, especially if he's fighting somebody that's a real boxer. You know, they're mm-hmm. seriously going to hurt him. I mean, he hasn't really fought a real boxer. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. You know, I, I could say his brother fought real boxers, but he hasn't. Jake mm-hmm. Paul hasn't. Right. You know, so, um, right. mm-hmm. um, but, you know, the fight yesterday um, against Tyrone Woodley, it was, you know, he getting knocked out in the in the sixth round. I don't understand why he decided that, you know, he wanted to get back into the ring for, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, part two. I guess he wanted to avenge his first loss by getting back in the ring. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's really not a boxer himself. You know, he's an mm-hmm. MMA fighter, yes, but he's not a boxer. Mm-hmm. So he got caught. He got dropped face first on the mat. You know, so mm-hmm. um, Jake Paul... I would suggest for you to give it up right now while you still have some type of, um, you know, memory there, even though you're suffering some memory loss. But, you know, before the condition gets even worse, give it up now because you're going to continue taking blows to the head. And I'm sure in his sparring matches that he has, I'm sure he's taking a lot of hits to the nuggets. Right. That's true. That's true. Uh, Yeah, I figured you would say that. And like I said, hopefully – um, after last night's fight, that should be it for him. He, he, you know, you having these issues. I don't care how much toad venom you're taking or whatever the case may be. Uh, you're a young cat who's having issues. It, it's so much that that so-called psychedelic can do. It's just like putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. It's not going to last. Mm-hmm. It's not going to hold it in. The more you keep pounding yourself, you know what I mean? It's just, that's, you're not helping. So, you're not a real boxer. You, you, you came, you saw, you made your money, um, and now it's time to just bounce and just and let it go and leave it alone. Simple as that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, um, I agree. Travis Scott, you and I, because the last stuff you and I are going to talk about today, and I think it's going to be a common theme of backlash for doing something previously. So Travis Scott, this is one. Travis Scott was poor from Coachella lineup after Astro World tragedy. Travis Scott has been yanked from the lineup from Coachella Music Festival in the wake of the ten stampede, deadly, deadly stampede that killed ten at the Astro World concert last month. Scott has been slated to be among the headliners 
for the hugely popular annual music fest in California to organizers pull the plug on him recently. The announcement comes after a, after a change.org petition calling for him to be removed, garnered more than 60,000 signatures as of Sunday. Quote, with the recent tragedy and necessary death at Travis Scott's Astroworld concert due to Scott's own gross negligence and sheer lack of compassion for human life, we ask EAG Paul Toilet and Golden Voice to remove his as uh, move his as performer at all of their festivals. The online petition reads: The 30-year-old sickle mode rapper has taken a major professional hit since the tragic November 5th concert in Houston that also injured hundreds. On Friday, Anheuser-Busch pulled a Scott-branded hard seltzer from store shelves, saying in a statement that brand fans will understand and respect the decision. Earlier this month, Hulu killed a 50-minute special titled Astroworld, Concert from Hell, about the Houston tragedy tragedy after facing serious backlash on social media. Scott has also faced millions of dollars in lawsuits over the controversial concert, both from those injured or killed, and from security guards at the event who said they were put in harm's way and were not trained to handle the massive, rowdy crowd. A representative of this article tried to reach out to Scott's team and Coachella organizers, but have not received comment or confirmation of Coachella's report. So last week, the rapper broke his silence over the tragic incident, saying he is 1,000% confident he would, he would, confident he would to help injured audience members. Unquote. Uh, I have a responsibility to figure out what happened here. He said, "I have a responsibility to find a solution." Hopefully, this takes a first step into us artists having more insight into what's going on. Mm. Um, that's some deep. There's a lot to unpack there. But yeah. let me ask you a question. Do you think because of what happened in one place, he, sh- he should be pulled from other events? I, I No, I don't think so at all. Um, I think that he should continue, you know, Perform and making his money because again, was he the actual organizer of of that event that you know so many people were um, killed and injured, or was there separate mm. organizers that was doing that? Because <clears throat> if he was just the performer, then mm-hmm. he shouldn't be held responsible for what happened. It should be the organizer right. held responsible for that, not right. the artist. The artist is paid mm-hmm. to perform. You know, I don't know the mm-hmm. full story of who is the actual organizers on it. You know, if he was mm-hmm. part of the organizing, you know, team, or he was just the artist that was performing, and there was a other organizer um, team that was there. They're the ones that should be um, um, liable uh, for it if it's you know separate from him. You know, mm-hmm. I think he should continue performing. Um, yeah, there's a lot of lawsuits that's coming out now, you know, with this. Um, you know, um, he's been hit with a lot of lawsuits, and, yeah, he's going to have his um, uh, his days in courts, and he's going to be battling for a long time to, you know, prove that, um, you know, it was not of his fault, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. 
you know. But um, he, right. if I'm not mistaken, I think he offered to pay for the funeral for the young kid that that was killed, that was mm-hmm. crushed. Yeah, the nine-year-old. Um, yeah. But the but but the family member, um, if I'm not mistaken, also refused yep. his offer. Yep. You correct. Yep, that is correct. Yeah. So um, it, it's 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 a lot that that's going on to the story, and I'm sure that there's a lot that we don't know of um, as of um, yeah. now. But again, yeah. if he was wasn't the organizer, then he shouldn't be held liable. He's paid to perform. The people right. who um, who um, set up and arranged this um, event are the ones who should have beefed up the security there and, and should have had a um, certain amount of capacity uh, for this event. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know if he's actually part of the organization team. Right. And then I, I don't think you'll blame him for the security not being properly trained. That, I, I mean, I'm sure he didn't handpick the security team. That goes right. to whoever hires, whether the promoters or what, or whatever the case may be, don't. But everyone's everyone's jumping on the bandwagon because he's the biggest name. You know how that goes. Removing his seltzer right. from Anheuser Bush that has nothing. That one has nothing to do with the other. One has nothing to do with the other. Why are you moving his, his, his product off the shelf? One has nothing to do with the other. That's bullshit. Leave that alone. One like right. two separate entities. If you want to remove him from Coachella, that's that's kind of suspect right there. Like one, again, one has nothing to do with the other. So you think he's gonna go Coachella and then and start a riot and everybody can stampede each other? No. What? So uh, it's just so stupid with the backlash of how everybody wanna just tie everything together to one event and as if like, all right, if you're gonna do that here, we know you're gonna do that here. We want no parts of you and just get rid of you all together. As tragedy right. as as tragic as it is, that's one thing he's gonna have to deal with. But to remove his product and, and cancel him and other events and all that, it's like. Like we we understand it's wrong. He's handling that, you know. Like one has nothing to do with the other. But that's the world we live in. We're quick to cancel. We're the huge cancel culture. That's what that's what we love to do. We love to build you up and we love to bring you down. Period. That's it. We don't help you yeah. along when you stumble. We don't. That's the society. When you stumble but, and fall, so wanna, we stomp on you. We piss on they you. They want to cancel his money. <laughs> and we want to bury. That's what I don't get. Cancel the money. I, I don't. But we don't. Yeah, wanna, I don't get but, it. On, but we don't want to help when we stumble. We don't want to help each other get back up. We rather like bring you down and keep you down, and that's including canceling the money. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. we have that that's an issue that's going on. So I, I don't know, man. It's just like those that cancel this money, and I mean, like, well, if you want the guy to pay you back, think about it. Mm-hmm. What's up? Oh, yeah, you want the guy to pay you back. Why are you, t- why are you taking his income away? <laughs> there you go. I was getting ready to say that. You know, this is what I don't understand. They they, they want to set up a lawsuit against him um, to to get money from him, you know. Uh, but if he's not making any money because you're canceling all his shows, how is he going to pay you? Right. How is he going to pay right. you? You're canceling right. his show. That's his money. And take his product out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't I don't understand that. Now people that. you know, for regular work, you know, people make mistakes at work all the time. All the time. Yep. So should that person cancel your money there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> should they cancel your money? Hey, you messed up, so um yeah, you're not gonna make any more money right now. Mm-hmm. 
Look, Come on, again, is, you know, he's there performing. He's working. He's not out there playing right. security and all that stuff, and he's working. He's performing. Right. He didn't tell the people right. to go up there and storm the stage. Yeah. No, well, that's true. That's true. I mean, you know, right I'm not, there. you know, again, my condolence to everybody that, you know, that lost a loved one there. You know, um, you don't ever want to wish that on anybody. Anybody. It's unfortunate that, you know, death took place and people were injured. You know, it's unfortunate uh, for that. Um, again, you don't want to wish that on anybody, but if it's the organizer's fault, then you go after the organizers. And if he just happened to be one of them, then so be it. Okay, cool. Right. But when you acknowledge it, don't they just acknowledge him, acknowledge uh, the group altogether. Like right. I said, if you want to get one, if you want to get one, you, what though? You get one, you do what? You get them all. There you go. You get them all. You line them up and you get them all. He they singling him out because he's the biggest name. But you get the group together, and that's it. And like I said, you want the cash, let the man get the income to give you the money back. You tarnishing his name. Right. He can't even do anything to get the money. You know, we can go on and on about this. All right, we're gonna play some music. Come back. Zoe got some stuff we're gonna get into. Uh, stick around, I'll be right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. <laughs>
at night Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright And the fireplace is the Yule log Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Carol But each and every year we bust Christmas carols
Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio. Let's keep this moving, though. What do you want to get into? Well, unfortunately, we lost another um, hip-hop icon, um, you know, yesterday. Um, it was rapper Kingo Kid from the group UTFO. Um, if those who don't know, Google it. Um, that started the whole thing with Roxanne um, Shantae, the real Roxanne. They came out with a song called Roxanne. Um, but, yeah, we lost Kango Kid, um, as I said, as a member of the group UTFO, has died uh, after battling with colon cancer. He was only 55 years old. Um, the family of Kango Kid, whose real name is Sean Schiller, um, said in a statement that he died peacefully around 3 a.m. Saturday at a hospital in New York. Um, he was diagnosed with um, cancer in February. Um, Kid was known for often sporting the popular Kingo headwear and being a member um, of UTFO, which stands for Untouchable Force Organization. The four-member group was known for the 1980s hit, including Roxanne Roxanne and Yoko Wanna Be With Me. Um, along with uh, his hip-hop success, Kid became recognized for his effort against breast cancer through the Mama Luca Foundation. Following his diagnosis, he had spoken publicly um, about the need for regular screening. Um, it's unfortunate that you know we you know we've been losing we've been losing a lot of um, you know hip hop um, icons. Um, um, and it, and it's you know it's getting frustrating because these are people that you know you grew up on. Um, you listen to their music, and you know those that was. Hip hop back then, what I call, um, not the, you know, a lot of these crap that you can't understand what they're saying. I mean, you know, there was party music back then. You understand every word that they were speaking on. Um, you know, we all getting older. I understand that, and you know, but just to lose um, another person, you know, um, icon of, um, you know, the hip hop community um, is, is is another tragic loss. Um, you know, I don't want to hear any more after this, you know, um, no time soon, I should say. Um, it just, you know, it's getting frustrating, you know, because when they came out with the song Roxanne, Roxanne, and I remember when it came out, and um, Roxanne Shantae came back with her rebuttal, <laughs> you know, on that, and then they auditioned the real Roxanne. She comes out with her um or, um, you know, going at the UTFO and all. And then, you know, over the years, they all became really cool friends. And, you know, um, you know again, it's just unfortunate um, that, you know, he passed at um, the age of 55. Um, he was one of the, you know, um, I followed him on Facebook. He followed me back on it. And, um, you know, I knew that he had it. But, you know, I never mentioned it because he was definitely outspoken about it. Um, but, you know, I honestly thought that he was going to pull through, uh, from it, but unfortunately, um, you know, that then, and he succumbed to, you know, colon cancer. So for all of us, especially men, go get your regular testing, um, you know, for colon cancer, for your colon, get it regularly tested. Um, um, this is serious, especially amongst us, um, and, um, you know, we just got to be safe. We just got to look out. I mean, I know that we, as African-American, don't like 
hospitals and, you know, clinics and all that stuff, but we need to do more and start going there on a regular basis and get ourselves checked out. Well, well, we're not done. We're not done because we lost another legend icon in the game. The Roots bases Leonard Hubbard dies at the age of 62. Uh, Leonard Mm Hubbard, a former longtime bassist of hip-hop band The Roots, had died at the age of 62 this past Thursday. Cool, it's the heaviest of hearts that we say goodbye to our brother Leonard Nelson Hubbard, the Philadelphia-based band said in a statement posted on his official Twitter account. May your transition bring peace to your family, to your friends, to your fans, and all of those who love you, they said, adding rest in Melody Melody Hub. Hubbard, known to the fans as simply as Hub, died Thursday after living with blood cancer for years. His wife, Stephanie Hubbard, told the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, she said his death was related to a diagno- uh, diagnosis of multiple myeloma in form of blood, a form of blood cancer, which she said is, which, which she said he was first diagnosed in, in, with in 07. The musician has been in remission until last month. Um, speaking locally with uh, Philadelphia ABC Channel Six, which was the first to report the news of Hubbard's death, Stephanie Hubbard said she had taken her husband to Lincoln uh Medical Center uh, Hospital here in Wynwood, west of Philadelphia, on Wednesday night after he was suddenly unable to move despite being energetic the day before. She said she was unable to stay with him, uh, however, due to COVID regulations received and received the news of his death the next day. I quote, I was called to the hospital. They told me uh, what was ha- or what had happened, that he passed. I went to the hospital and, and was able to sit with him. Hubbard recorded seven albums with The Roots, including the band's debut album, Organics, released in 93. He, he exited in 07 following his cancer diagnosis. In 2016, he filed a lawsuit against some of the Roots members, alleging that he was not paid adequately despite signing a contract that he had ma- uh, that made him co-owner of the band. Uh, his wife said the battle, unfortunately, was still going on. Following his diagno- uh, diagnose, uh, diagnosis, Stephanie Hubbard told the Enquirer that her husband had wanted to focus on his work as a composer and put together an album of recordings of songs he wrote music for with a number of fellow artists, including Ben Harper, Jill Scott, Jeff Tan Watts, and others. She said he completed the album last week. He wanted to be known for the type of music he was composing. She told the newspaper, and before he died, he was sitting there at night listening to the music. He was so happy with it. Hubbard's death come after fellow founding member of The Roots died, Malik B., in July of 2020. Um, Malik Abdul-Bassett, who was widely known as Malik B, died at the age of 47, with the roots saying the world had lost one of the most gifted MCs of all time. This is a double whammy for Roots yeah. fans and Roots in general. Um, Hub, the bass line, uh, any other hits, Hub, he boom, boom, he's jumping on the stick in the video with the hood on. Um I didn't realize he was uh, up there in age. I didn't know either. I was about to say that. I didn't know he was 62. I thought he was much you younger know. than that. I thought he was at least 52. To be honest with right. you, I didn't know he was 62 years old. Um, uh, been around for years. The bait, any bait, any hits you heard in all the albums, that's Hub. Chomping on the stick, like I said. And cancer, cancer, cancer. Just fucking cancer, man. Uh, it's taking a lot of great people away from us. Uh, but like the Kango Kid, like Hub, like Malik B, their music live on forever. 
So they're always going to be there. We could listen to their music and think of them fondly and, and, and so forth. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. but yeah, man, it's, just, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's sad, but I, again, I rem- go ahead. I remember some years um, back, um, I was on the train one day and I was going to some event. I can't remember what event it was, but I was going to an event. I think it might've been like a fashion show or so. Uh, but I was going to it, and I took the train to go there. And it was so happened that Tango Kid was on the train with me. <laughs> he was on the train with me. So, um, and we right. were going to the same event. <laughs> same event. Oh, that's cool. You know, that's cool. It's like when I got off the train, he get off the train, and uh, we get upstairs, and I see him run across the street. You know, like he was like rushing to get there. I guess that he was one of the names to be there. Um, um, right. um, but I, actually he was one of the names. I think he was one of the presenters there, but he was rushing to get mm-hmm. there. So he took off running. And when I, when right. I got there and I didn't know that he was going to the same, um, event that I was going. So when I got yeah. there and I went in there and I see him up there, you know, on the stage with the, with the people, and I was like, Oh, okay. You know, just, you know, funny that I was on, you know, he was on the train with me and we're going to the same place. That's cool. That's cool. We never yeah, spoke. Man, we never music. spoke. It's just that we was just there, right. you know. But we never had a conversation. The music lives on forever, man. The music lives on. Yeah. Um, the baby keeps performing on Rolling Loud, California, despite being th- being thrown bottles festival stage. The baby seemed unbothered by mistreatment he got at the Rolling Loud, California, despite getting water bottles thrown at him. The North Carolina native kept performing on the festival stage. During the during his uh, Sunday, December twelfth last week, set the twenty nine year old MC entertained his fans with his song "Rockstar." Fortunately, several objects were thrown at him, including water bottles. However, instead of confronting the culprits, he hyped up the crowd by rapping the lyrics. After a video of the incident surfaced online, many applauded the baby for his reaction. "Quote: He 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 better than me. I would have went home." One person uh, one, one person wrote. With one adding, he's better than me. I would have started throwing stuff back at the crowd. A third chimed in. Even if the crowd was dead, he still had the energy. He, he still had the energy. Still, the incident dish it didn't make the show less interesting. Uh, though at least for the baby, the hip hop star appeared to have a great time as he jumped in the audience to rap shook, uh, rap shook yeah. lyrics along with his fans. This was not the first time the baby got an unpleasant welcome on stage. During his gig at Rolling Loud in Miami back in July, someone threw a shoe at him, pumping rapper to pause his performance and scream, who the F threw that mother effing busted, busted ass goddamn Adidas? The ordeal occurred before big, uh, the baby made insensitive HIV and AIDS comments and homophobic rant at the same festival. He has since drawn backlash and even got cut from several events, such as Austin City Limits, iHeartRadio, a lot of Palooza shit. I'm talking about UK's Park Life Festivals. One got nothing to do with the other. Uh, the baby then addressed his Rolling Rock Loud controversy when performing at Hot 97 Summer Jam uh, in August. Cool. I, I, I never in my life meant to offend anybody, you know, and I apologize. That ain't even how I rock, he said at the time. But check this out. Other than the people that was truly offended, I feel like the rest of y'all mother effers are crybabies, the baby added, before breaking out into his hit single with Megan V. Stallion. Crybaby. Listen. Now, don't throw bottles at the guy because of, of what he said. 
throw it at him because he's whack. That's what I would do. You whack? Ugh. That's what I would have did. <laughs> oh, what he maybe, said. Maybe, maybe that was the reason why they threw it. We don't know. <laughs> they didn't actually say we I, threw it because um, what he said. They probably threw it because he was whack. I actually saw the video. I seen the video. I, I, yeah. And I, but the thing is, I, I want to I want to throw a plastic bottle. I'll throw like an apple, make sure it stings. But you know, yeah, I've seen the video, and you know, yes, I applaud him for being professional about it, and you know, continue on performing, and rather than you know get upset and want to jump in the crowd and look for who's throwing the bottle and want to fight them or send the security out there. I, I applaud yeah, him for being professional yeah. and continue performing. To the to the crowd, but you know, listening to the performers, I mean, that's probably why they did throw the bottle. I don't know. It's like uh, you know, he got up there and the music going, and he's okay. What is he saying? What it was, you know, is that's a performance? I don't know. (laughs) You know, hip hop definitely changed from the time that we were listening to it growing up. But what stood out to me in that, what I wanted to point out, I should say, is again the domino effect because of what he said in one situation, you want to cancel him and cut his, and cut his water off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, again, he apologized, he acknowledged, he did something, he said something stupid, but we love to tear people down as much as we love to build them up. And when someone puts their foot in their mouth and do something stupid, instead of like, all right, let's carry, let's, let's, let's get you back on the right track and whatever, we want to continue just to tear them and rip them and rip them down. And for what? What is the lesson in that? If the man apologizes, you, then you teach him. You, you, you go there and you help him along. You don't keep pissing and shitting on the guy. That's just not how you do that. You kind of like, all right, we'll get you back on track or whatever. But it's ongoing. Like, oh, you did this. We love the cancel, and we just love it, man. I think this is society as it is, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, don't don't take money out of the the man's pocket, you know, because you disagree what is a com what is common. And that's the case. You know, everybody says something every day that you may not like. So you're going to continue taking money out of their pocket as well. How about that? <laughs> you know, it, how about that? you know, it, it, it it's just silly, including the people that that wanted to boycott them say something silly um uh, at times. So how about we go after them and take money out of their pocket? Uh-huh. We go after one gay, lesbian, transgender community, all of them, they all say something stupid out of their mouth. You go after you go what I said earlier, you go after one? Go after them all. There you go. That's how you do it. You line them up and take them all out. Uh all right, play some music. When we come back, we got Zoe got some stuff we can get into. I got more stuff to get into. Um, we got chime in. You guys got anything to say? The lines are open. The mics are open. Uh, 516-387-1961. 516-387-1961. NYPA Entertainment Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs> Christmas vacation 
Nuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols 
being sung by choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Tiny tots. With their eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to Although it's been said Many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to From one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To to the final show of 2021 here at NYP Entertainment Radio. Zola, she's just gone. Uh, what do you want to get into? Well, um, <clears throat> we heard about, you know, the situation with Fetty Wap uh, a few weeks back, um, you know, being arrested on, you know, federal charges of um, allegedly drug trafficking and all. But the New Jersey rapper Fetty Wap was arrested this past Friday at Newark, Liberty International Airport on an outstanding warrant, authority says. Fetty Wap, whose legal name is William Jr. Maxwell II, was taken into custody at an airport check, um, checkpoint at approximately 1.40 p.m. after officers were notified via um, ankle monitor call of an active warrant out of North Bergen, a person for the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey told New Jersey Advanced Media. 
Uh, he was released after posting bail, according to Port Authority spokesperson Amber. The warrant was uh, for North Bergen um, public nuisance uh, or audience. Um, um, police in North Bergen could not immediately provide more details on the warrant when reached Saturday. Betty Rob was released on $500,000 bond and other restrictions in November after being indicted for federal drug charges, which I mentioned. Um, it just doesn't stop with this guy, <laughs> you know. Um, Fetty Wap, you know, there's a guy who, again, as we said in the past, who hustled hard, you know, with his music to break into the industry, uh, made a success out of himself, and, you know, it's just that people just can't leave the streets alone. You know, they want to continue going out there and, and, Get real, as they say, to the streets. And they blow everything. It's like he's blowing his whole career, blowing everything. You know, he's he got to face these, these charges um, against him with, um, you know, drug trafficking that could land him possibly for the rest of his life in jail, in prison. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. really not worth it. Break it um, um, big in the, in the industry. Whoever you roll with in the past, you gotta leave them alone. You know what? <laughs> hey, I'm making a success out of myself. You know, I I, I can't can't um, stay in the streets with y'all. And keep it moving. Focus on your career. Do what mm-hmm. you need to do. Capitalize on that. You know, um, don't just stick with just music, but go into other avenues. You know, there could be. Any business ventures, you know, cologne, um, um, for you know, anything fragrance, clothing, whatever it is, um, movies, anything. Just capitalize on that. Don't just, you know, stick it with just, just the music alone. But these people that break it big, want to keep it real, you got to leave that shit alone and leave all the uh, people who whispering in your ear that you need to continue doing this for the streets and all that stuff. Leave them alone. Leave them behind, and you move forward. Mm-hmm. Freddie Wap, he has he has a lot of learning to do. He has you know a, a lot of growing. My opinion. Well, you're right. He can't get out of his. He can't. He cannot get out of his own way. Um, all that he went through to get in the position that he's in, in the music industry, and what others try to would like to be in his position, he just cannot get out of his own way. It's to me a conscious decision on what he's doing. And this is what this is what it leads to, and he continues just to kind of just take this path of destruction to his career and possibly his life to prove whatever point he's trying to prove, and he's not gonna he's not gonna uh, snap out of that until he's behind bars, uh, you know, waking up at the butt crack of dawn, getting slurred, served slop, and working for three cents an hour. You know what I'm saying? So he, he got to get his head out of his ass. But, he, he you know, that's just, this is his fault. He, he brings it on himself. He's normally I doing work. these things. Not a mistake or whatever. He's normally doing it. People alone that's whispering in your ear that, you know, call the boys. And, you know, the majority of them are probably not there for your best interest. I'm sure that mm-hmm. once you, if you do get convicted in this, if, possibly that you do get convicted, you know, 
hopefully you get vindicated from it. But if you do get, I guarantee you a lot of them people that you roll with are not going to come mm-hmm. see you. You got to understand who's your people, who's really there for you, uh, and who's really not there for you. You got to be able to weigh that right. out. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah they, they, again, people, <laughs> they love to help build you up, but they ain't going to be there when you fall. Um, 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 MC Hammer said that best. <laughs> All yeah, the people that he yeah, told. That's true. That, the money that is true. Ran low or ran out, uh, when he filed for bankruptcy, mm-hmm. you know, people um, was, was by his side. No, none right. of them people. That's true. But he did say that if he had to do it again, he would do it all over the same way. That's true. Um, none of them people were there. Nobody offered yeah. him no money. That is true. Uh, Tori Linez shouted out Dan's bitch at at Maggie the Stallion, uh, Stallion cop testifies in court. Tori Linez shouted Dan's bitch dance while firing gunshots at the ground near Megan the Stallion's feet, subsequently injuring her, at least according to testimony from a detective on the case. LAPD Ryan Stogner took the stand in court Tuesday during a preliminary hearing in Tori's case. The detective say. Uh, Megan told him Tory was intoxicated, intoxicated. Excuse me, during the July 2020 incident, Detective Stogner went on to say this happened in the Hollywood Hills around 4:30 a.m. after a party and the dispute between the artists. He went on to describe that Tory was standing on the step board on the step board of their SUV while Megan was outside of it, and as soon as Tory fired the shots, he immediately she immediately felt felt pain to her feet and observed blood all, all excuse me, um, observed blood fell to the ground and then crawled to an adjacent driveway of a residence. He also said under oath that Megan told him Tori apologized and begged her not to tell, allegedly offering her money to keep her mouth shut because he was on probation. Detective Stogner said Megan initially explained her injury by claiming she stepped on broken glass. Megan allegedly later admitted she only said it was glass because of the political climate. She was afraid of cops might shoot Tory if she said there there was a gun in the car. What's more, a recorded phone call was played that Tory made from jail to a woman who uh, who was also with Meg when the incident happened. Tory apologized on the call for something he did because he was too drunk. Tory got pissed in the courtroom, yell, uh, yelling out. How are you going to tell me what I apologize for before the attorney told him to calm down? The judge heard enough during Tuesday's hearing to move forward with a trial, which is now set to begin on January 13th. Uh, Tory is facing one count of assault with a semi-automatic firearm in a manner that caused great bodily injury and one count of carrying a concealed unregistered weapon. The detective's testimony confirmed something Megan already said publicly, that in the wake of George Floyd, she feared cops would shoot Tory if she told him told them a black man had a gun and had shot her. Megan did indeed end up with the shrapnel in her feet. Injuries she eventually claimed were the direct result of Tory shooting the gun. He's denied her account without really explaining his side and has pled not guilty to the charges against him. <sighs> 
you know, this this time this whole situation with this clown here is so we stupid. Again, another another uh, another fool who, who who brought on himself. Something where it's like all that could have been avoided. And uh, Zoe and I we said this last year about it. It was like, dude, all you had to do was just drop her off and keep it moving. You know what I mean? If she was getting on your nerves, you have me ear off or whatever. Take her home, drop her off, and, and let her go. And it, I mean, to escalate to where using a semi-automatic gun to shoot at somebody's foot because you're, quote, unquote, too drunk, that's bullshit. Like, you knew what you was doing. You're not too drunk. Here's my theory. Here's my theory on drunkenness. If you say you're, quote, unquote, drunk and remember everything, you weren't that drunk. If you blacked out drunk, you don't remember something, right, whatever. But if you can reaccount things that you did while you were drunk, you weren't too drunk because you remembered everything, which means you knew what you were doing. So, with that being said, you know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, yeah, you, you deserve what I was coming towards you, homie, because, you brought, again, you brought this on yourself. No one forced you to do that. You you did it on yourself. So, you pleading and all that. And, nah, you did that to yourself. At the end of the day, um, they're looking to deport. I can't hear you. I believe that they're looking to deport him. Um, mm-hmm. well, I mean, yeah, he's going to do his time if he's convicted. If he's convicted, yeah. um, he's going to do his time, and I believe that they're going to deport him back. Um, mm hmm. Well, where's he, where, where, where's he from? I, I don't remember. I have to look that up. Um, I can't remember. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I believe he's from Haiti. Oh, okay. I believe. Okay. I believe he's from okay. Haiti. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. I, I didn't even know that. I had no clue. That's crazy. I I didn't even know that. Uh, didn't know. I'm, I'm having a hard time hearing you, Joe. Um, he's from Canada. Okay. You, you think they're going? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm deported back to Canada. If anything, depending. Yeah, on you you able to hear me now? Yeah, they said he's from Brampton, um, Canada. So I guess you uh-huh. know they're gonna ship him back over there. Uh, I'm assuming either that or he, <laughs> either that or he, either that if he won't do time, he will end up doing some time here because um, he committed the crime here, and then maybe put him back. I don't, I don't know, uh, but he, he's going to be he's going to be punished for something at the end of the day because eventually, I I think uh, she be using my pronoun she be a Megan's going to take the stage, um, take the stage. Take the stand, the stand. <laughs> and testify to the stage. It's gonna be like the stage. It's gonna be like the stage. <laughs> yeah, it will uh, be like that. But um, uh, you know, Tory Lanez um again, shame on you if this actually happened. Shame on you. We we spoke about this um last year um when this happened um, so um. Leave the stuff alone, the guns and all. Stardom, fame, living that lifestyle still, shame on you. 
you're the fool. You should have been better than that. You should have moved on from that and continue on with your career. So, um, again, all this is alleged that he pulled the trigger. Um, They will, you know, figure it out when, you know, it's time for the trial, you know, whoever proved their case. So we'll Mm -hmm. see what happens when that trial comes in. We'll keep everybody posted of what's going on with that trial. Definitely. Uh, One more Fuji commercial break. Um, own your own own your brand. MC Light officially reclaims the rights to her stage mm. name more than thirty mm. years after she lost them to record label. MC Light born Lana Moore officially owns the rights to her stage name and it only took her more than thirty years of patience to do it. The partners of Crown Producer shared the moment she unwrapped her trademark registration registration paperwork with fans via Instagram video in which she can be seen proudly reading the declaration that her brand is officially protected. Congratulations on the federal registration of your trademark, she said. She read, enjoy the everlasting peace of having a protected brand that you now have the exclusive right to use across the United States and the globe. Wow, there it is. There it is. Trademark. Thank you, Michelle Miller. And In her post caption, the 50-year-old explained that she originally lost the legal rights to her stage name after her record deal uh, with Priority Music slash Land Records in the late 1980s. Grant, uh, granted, the label, granted the label all rights to her name instead. Um, and since then, um, she was unable to to use it. So she goes on to say, own your own your brand. For years, I, I was signed to a major label, and they owned the rights to my name. The Roughneck rap, rapper wrote in the post, I created the name Light in 1985 that helped solidify my career in hip-hop. I signed to the infamous at First Priority Music, and they added the MC appropriately due. We were blessed to sign a huge deal with a major label. As I learned that the copyright was close to expiration from her old friend and former uh, first priority label mate DJ Nat Gizmo Robinson, she took his advice and made moves to reclaim ownership with her with help from her legal team. Not too long ago, I received a call from OG Nat Robinson, who uh, who shared the copyright the label owned of my name. It was. Was about to expire, and if I wanted to grab it, I should do it now. She continued. I put COO at Lynn Richardson on top of it, and she put it in the hands of trademark attorney Michelle Miller Esquire, and the rest is history. Thank you to all involved. Fans were also proud to see the hip hop legend make a boss move and take back the name rightfully hers. That's what's up. That's, That's what's up. up, definitely. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I never knew that. I never knew. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't own um, the name MC Light. Yeah, That's crazy. I'm. I'm so happy. I mean, it took 30 years for, it, but you know, she has that right now. Uh, own that right to her name. I'm happy for her. Um, well deserved. Um, and, and you know, you notice a lot of people now are are getting ownership of their their publishing. She's getting ownership of her um her name. Um, I wonder if she mm-hmm. has ownership of her publishing of her music. Or is that Good another question. battle that she has to go to, you know, have to go to now? That's you know, it's like one battle at a time. So um, yeah. it, it, it's interesting, 10, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, I mean, it's like, well, nine times out of ten, I don't think she does. 
Um, remember, she signed when she was very young. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Like Zoe said, that might be the next battle is to get that. You know what I mean? So right. you own a brand, you, you trademark it, you you know, you start a brand, you, you trademark it to own it and protect it, and that's the lesson she, she, you know, she's giving out, and that's what you should do. Right. Well, uh, I'm right. I'm happy for her that this is one battle she won. So if she don't own the battle yep. for her own, uh, if she don't own the rights to her own publishing, then that's the next battle that she will have to go to get that publishing but right. She, yeah. At least she got her name. That's all that matters right there. At least she got her name. Yeah. She can use it freely and, you know, and go from there. Um, yep. All right. We'll play some music. We'll come back. We got a lot more stuff to get into. Stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio.
uh, one particular starlet he was fond of was Aaliyah, who, whom Ray says both shared a secret romance with prior to her death. In a recent interview promoting his book, um, From Staircase to Stage, Ray recalls Ghostface informing him of his relationship with Aaliyah. Quote, yeah, he broke my heart with that, man, the chef said, says of the, of the discussion, because R.I.P. Aaliyah, Aaliyah is beautiful, you know, unquote. He continues adding, quote, word, Ghost had bagged her, and I remember he was, he, he had a mansion in L.A., and I used to talk to Ghost a lot about, like, word, you bagged that? Yo, bring her to the lab, bring some friends over, or whatever the case may be. He even reveals uh, uh, actually seeing Aaliyah laid up with Ghostface in the Wu-Tang Clan's mansion in L.A. on one, of, one, on one particular occasion. Quote, one day I guess I took a nap that day and I was walking through the crib and next thing you know, I see I see Aaliyah, him and Aaliyah asleep in a chair. I wake I wake him up like, yo, what's up? What's going on? He was like, nah, I'm just catching some rest, though, and I was just laughing. While Raekwon wouldn't delve further into the nature of Ghostface and Aaliyah's relationship, uh, his belief is that there was a mutual attraction and respect between the two. Musically and otherwise, he respected. Quote: He respected Leah. Raekwon says, "Ghost, he really liked. He really liked her, and it could have been some friendship thing. But like I said, we liked Leah's music. We liked what she was doing, and yeah, I think they had a little crush thing going on, a little baby crush going on. You know, who knew? Zell, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, was this during the time that um, Dame Dash was dating her? Interesting. It's interesting. And and say something like that. Uh, but it may not have, you know, nothing may not have transpired with that. You know, we can't say that they had a relationship going on. You know, they could have been just really good, great friends. And, you know, there may have been, you know, some attraction with them too, but probably nothing to happen. But it, it appears that the way he's speaking that this was during the time of um, Dame Dash and Aaliyah because he said prior to her, you know, death. It could have been either either before. It could have been either before the Dame Dash thing or it could have been during the Dame Dash thing. Uh, yeah, we got to – he never gave a, a concise trial, like like, you know, timeline per se. Um, and I think Ghost is the only one that could really tell us the details, quite frankly. He's cutting in and out. Not alive to speak. Um, yeah, Aaliyah, um, again, uh, Aaliyah can't speak on it because she's no longer here with us. But the only person that yeah. can really speak on that right now, if they really actually had, you know, a rendezvous with each other is Ghost. He can only speak on that right now. <laughs> And I, oh, I don't I think that, um, according to your story, it was just Ray who was telling the story, right? Not Ghost. Yeah, yeah, it was Ray. He, he revealed this in his book. Yeah, a rendezvous. What the hell? <laughs> who uses that now? A rendezvous. I haven't heard that in years. That is so old school, a rendezvous. <laughs> yep, a little old school, old school right here. I'm keeping it real. I'm from the, the old school era, so that's what. <laughs> that. <laughs> well, what else you want to get into? Um, 
there's an article here with um, Jay Z where um, uh, allegedly um, uh, Future said Jay Z may be a rap icon, but he doesn't carry as much weight with today's average hip hop head like he used to, especially compared mm. to someone like Future. So says Future, <laughs> allegedly. Um, Mr. Hendrick himself um, made um, the bold statement this weekend going on a little tweet spree to declare he's not only bigger than Jigga in the streets, but that uh, he'll run up a a billion, perhaps even faster and easier than Jay did. The 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 latter the later the latter hit um, hit the mark on per Forbes in 2019. In addition to his Jay Z tweet, uh, Future had other things to say, including everything I do legendary or it won't. It won't get done. Um, um, I'm the only one can get Yay to pull up whenever, uh, wherever to. Uh, that doesn't make no sense. And let's um, not forget 100 million, not the goal anymore. Sounds like Future was one for whatever season, uh, for whatever reason, and wanted to um, to puff his chest a bit. Still, that um, original claim of his um, that he's bigger than Jay is getting a lot of pushback and at the same time um, some agreement as well. Of course, um, lots of users responded, giving Future the virtual side eye and even laughing him off, um, even at Jay's billionaire status. Many say Future will never have the pull, not to mention the music um, bona fides. Um, that Sean Carter has, and to compare is ludicrous. One person pointed out Jay's accolades um, um, uh, that there are many, uh, while openly wondering why it's become fashionable for modern-day rappers to size themselves up against living legends. Uh, what do you think about um, this um, future believing that he's bigger than Jay and he reached a billion dollar status before he faster than he will and you know is he delusional or you know or this is what he honestly feels that he is or is he saying this to create um you know um to keep himself um um to create controversy what i'm trying to say to create controversy um um to you know to boost his uh, career even more it can also hurt his career. What do you think? Hello? Yeah. Uh, so you're saying he can reach a million quicker than Jay-Z? A billion. A billion. I mean, a billion. A billion. I mean, yeah. I think Jay-Z, I think Jay-Z's halfway there. If not there... <laughs> if he's like, yeah. uh, like if he's not just a few dollars short from being, I thought Jay actually was a billionaire right now, but I guess he's not yet. Um, but I know he's close enough. At the end of the day, when it comes down to it, I believe that he is um, trying to stay relevant, trying to keep his name out there, get tongues wagging, get attention back on him. Uh, I don't know what he's been up to behind the scenes or in general, uh, but this. Sometimes you, you 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 to get the spotlight put on you and to get tongues wagging, you just put stuff out there. 
because you need attention. You want that attention. You want somebody to say something to you. Um, right. I, I'm not saying he can't, because I don't know what his business ventures are. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you <laughs> you go after him and you're saying something to him, don't be mad and he flip it and come back at you. You know, and maybe that's what he needs. Maybe that's what he wants. I don't know. Um, like I said, I don't know what other businesses. It's easy to say he won't because we don't know what he what else he does. To be honest with you, we have no clue. He could right. have a nice stream of revenue coming in, doing something in this world. We just don't know what it is exactly. It might not be music, but it's something where he, I guess, on his end, he knows he's lucrative. Like I'm, I'm there. I'm right. in cash. We just don't know what he does. So as yeah, far as he's making day, money. Right, it's hard. It's hard to say if he will, but at the end of the day, I think it's just controversy creates cash. It's tongues wagging. It's to make him relevant for for five minutes, and then all this is going to disappear. And then he's going to target in on someone else, and that's it. You know, I think that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for me, I think that this definitely. Um, you know, yeah, he's probably doing this to create controversy, but it can also hurt him because you're going up against somebody who has a lot of pull in this industry, Jay. So, you know, I think that he may need to slow his roll a little bit and um, just back off on those those comments because, you know, again, by him saying that, a lot of people could be going after Future for this and, and start, you know, not purchasing his music or whatever he got out there, and, and it could possibly hurt him. I, I, don't, I, I think it's stupid if it does because he's not saying anything horrible. He's just bragging and using an example. It's not like he's talking about his right. wife and kids or nothing like that. I, I don't. I can't. I don't see it hurting him. Hurting him. He's just talking shit. Be honest with you. He's a shit talker. So I don't see Jay. I don't think Jay really, really going to respond if he knows about it. I don't think it's going to hurt his his so-called music sales. I don't think he got anything going on musically. He's a she's talking shit, man. That's all he's doing. He's a shit talker to get attention. He's not being saying anything derogatory. He's not really disrespecting anyone. Well, he's just talking shit. So he's using him as an example for whatever reason to get people to talk about him, like we're doing right now, because this is what he's doing. But it won't last. It just won't last if you're going about it the wrong way. You know, he's still making hits out there. You know, um, it, it's maybe not music that you and I like, but he's still putting out music that is that is really selling out there. Um, that he is doing, so it's not, you know, his music is not where it's not well, relevant. His music is still relevant out there, um, uh, but well, it's not something that you and I enjoy. Well, what did he do? What was what that? He do? What songs? What songs? Uh, uh, you, you know what? Again, that's <laughs> something that you I, and I don't listen to, so I can't even tell you <laughs> what songs they are. <laughs> but not, well, listen, regardless, people regardless out there can tell it? you because he's still coming out with it. <laughs> But how do you know that? If you don't if you don't know the songs, how do you know he's still coming out? Because I, I, I hear people still talk about him um out here that he's still saying this uh, future song is good and all that stuff. I hear people out here saying that. I hear mm. people saying it. And then I work with people who who's big fans of future. Uh interesting. I haven't I haven't heard anyone mention his name in a minute. Like you said, he could be doing it behind the scenes, but I haven't heard Anyone, and I and I, and I <laughs> ever heard his name mentioned, and I know Be, people who's all into the music, and his name never came up. Well, that's true. That's because true too. Because it's not important. That's true too. 
That's true, too. I haven't heard anyone ever mention this guy's name, period. I heard people like, today's music, not one time he was mentioned. But like you said, maybe that's what it is, and maybe that's what he's hanging his hat on. Uh, but I'm sure you got other streams of income, so we'll see. Uh, Latanya Richardson Jackson and Samuel Jackson don't donate to Spelman Arts Building. History runs deep and wide in Spelman College, John D. Rockefeller Fine Arts Building. Alum, alumni Latanya Richardson Jackson and her husband Samuel Jackson first acted together there in former students such as author and playwright Pearl Clinch and recording artist and writer Kathleen Bertrand put on work in his theater. Now Richardson and Jackson, Richardson Jackson and, and Samuel Jackson are donating $5 million towards the renovation of the building, the largest alumni donation in Spelman history. The Atlanta native and her husband took it upon themselves to gather funds for the re- renovation. George Lucas and Melody Hobson, friends of the couple, could, uh, contribute $10 million in the Bank of America as well. Descendants of John D. Rockefeller donated $2 million and three and three hundred thousand respectively bringing in the total to seventeen point three million dollars. At fifty seven mm-hmm. years old, Spellman's Fine Art Building is in desperate need of renovation, asbestos, poor ventilation, a lack of handicap accessibility, as well as an outdated theater dressing room and bathrooms, all warrant the recent decision by the college to renovate uh, with construction officially starting spring of 22. Quote, Renova- renovation talk has been going on since I arrived at Spelman over seven and a half years ago. The chair of the theater and performance department, Aku Gadogo, you don't really believe it until you see it, so I'm excited that this is happening. Author E. Frazier, third Spelman director of facilities management and services, Echo Kadogo saying, plan to renovate the building has existed Excuse me for decades. However, it wasn't until around 2015 that they became a major focus when Dr. Mary Schmidt Campbell, who originally came to Spelman to consult on uh, on set renovations, became president. Excuse me. Um, with new with with this new attention, a few things became clear: the arts needed a new building, and it needed to house all the disciplines uh, disciplines under one roof. However, according to Frazier. Building a new uh, theater for the theater, new theater and performance department would be too expensive. And then, of course, it goes from there by saying how the Jackson stepped up along everyone else and donated, got donations ready for the new theater. This is something you rarely hear about, and I think that's totally awesome. Yeah, that is totally yeah, awesome. I, I, that's awesome. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, um, but but he could donate to me as well. I mean, you know. The United, um, um, myself, Alonzo uh, Foundation, you know, he can donate to mm. me. I- I'll gladly mm. accept. <laughs> mm. I'm sure you'll gladly right, accept as well. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, punch him <laughs> a little slow. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, I'll gladly we're accept. Our last music break of the year of this show. We'll be right back for one more thing and wrap things up here. NYPA Entertainment Radio.
the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I've brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. The fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbying. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Chooses the wish of Barney and Ben. Dawes that'll talk and we'll go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, 
There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well It's the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing right within your Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas once a more. Welcome back to NYP Entertainment Radio final show of 2021. Um, we're going to get ready to wrap things up. Now, normally, at the end of the show, you, you'll hear the track, the show is over. We're not going to do that today. We're going to um, play holiday music to end the show. Um, it's the holiday season. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we definitely want to do our shout-outs and, and so forth, um, not just for today, but for the entire uh, first half of the season, uh, going into the second half of the season in uh, 2022. All right, so let's get started. Let's do the shout-outs. Yes, yes. Shout-out to everybody who continue to listen to us here on NYP Entertainment Radio. Continue to follow us. Continue to download. Continue to spread the word to others um, to download and listen to us as well. Um, shout-out to Kyle. Shout-out to Philly. Shout-out to New York. Um you know, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, Happy New Year's to everybody. Uh, we're definitely, truly grateful to all of y'all. We will definitely, um, the following year, the new year, we will definitely um, enhance the show and make it even better uh, for y'all to continue to listen. All right? And once again, Happy um, New Year. Merry Christmas to all. Uh, just a shout out to everyone near and far, globally and domestically and internationally, the, less, the best thing I should say. Uh, of course, Philly, New York, everyone for this year in particular, uh, getting around obstacles and, and coming with fresh content each week and trying to entertain and make sure you guys start the week off right or end the week right. Um, just listen to the show and the downloads. Um, as always, you know, I would tell you, you can't catch us live. You subscribe and download and enjoy, share, comment, and the whole nine. Um, again, we're, we're shutting down for the holidays. We're back up fresh and ready to go uh, Sunday, January 9th. 
And, um, again, happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, happy Festivus for the rest of us, everything. Happy New Year. Be safe. Love one another. Be kind. Let's, we're going to get out of this new thing that's going on. I ain't going to call it by name because we don't need to acknowledge it. We're going to get through that, and we're going to be a clear view for 22 um, with this show and, and a lot of things that, uh, you know, we're going to, as each week and each month, we're going to give you the best content and shows possible. You guys deserve it. You great listeners globally taking the time out to let two knuckleheads entertain you in a whole nine. But we got a lot of things up our sleeves for 22. And uh, that's it. Be safe. We're going to play you out with some holiday music. I'm going to a little Temptation Silent Night. And be safe, everyone. Like I said, we'll see you next year, January 9th, 2022. NYPA Entertainment Radio. I'm 
will be back January 9th, 2022.